0: Start, 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 the start, the start the show. This, 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 it is, this is this, this two, two bears, two, two
1: bears, two bears, two bears. One cave make of hot and wait. looking good, looking he's good, he's Bert Kreischer. I'm Tom Segura. Let's just put the pedal to the metal and go. No, this is a perfect way to
0: start off this show. Twelve years in the making. It's gonna be
1: a fucking shit show I gonna a hundred percent. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that mint mobile wireless plans are just fifteen dollars a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Not an Asian cough. It's coronavirus. You can't just blame it on them. <laughs> That's not what I said. That is what you say. You no. said it's their fault with the eyes. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to another episode of Two Bears One Cave. <laughs> He's I'm Tom. Uh this was recorded a few days before you're seeing it, so we don't know if some of your loved ones aren't here anymore. Oh Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is this is we should we should de- timestamp this so that the jokes we make you realize we didn't know. <laughs> it's like it's like I did that. First off, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank my man. bestie, Tom Segura, has a special that is streaming pretty much right now. Yeah.
1: Most likely you're seeing it tomorrow, if you're watching this when this comes out. But it's called
0: Ball Hog. Yes. It is phenomenal. Thank you, buddy. And I cannot wait. I'm, like I said to my dad, my dad called today. And obviously it's not out yet. I haven't seen yeah. it. Uh, my dad called today and he goes... um, there's a lot of my friends are watching your special. A lot of, and I guess I don't, I don't have anything to do. And I was like, oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, man. I take that as a compliment. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you know, I think it's kind of crazy. Like, I go, I'm really, I'm really excited to watch Tom's special because you get to a point in the end of the night where you're like, great, I've watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. The girls are in bed. Now it's me time. And you fuck to go on that main page and see you or Dalia. Dalia's coming out April 8th, 15th. Yep. Pete Davidson's got one. My special, hey big boy, is streaming right now. I'm right sure now. it'll say if you like Tom's, you'll also like these three shirtless fat guys.
1: <laughs> you have three on the platform,
0: all shirtless, all shirtless, and, and like I look, I look like I'm wearing the exact same costume.
1: And I have, I've thought about this a few times. There, there is not a feasible way that you can go back to shirts now,
0: ever. Yeah. Ever. What I'm hoping is. That we do this lockdown for for coronavirus, and I get fucking ripped.
1: Yeah, it's most likely that that'll happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never had eight weeks sober. Well,
1: you told me you're like I haven't drank since Sunday. 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 We're we're uh, it's Wednesday today. It's Wednesday.
0: Yeah, but I no, but I didn't drink Sunday. Normally Whoa. I drink Sunday. Right. Right. And I didn't. What'd you do? Xanax. <laughs> There's no way I'm not white knuckling this. No, I know. My OCD's been off the fucking charts. I've been eating edibles every night for real. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean into some edibles to find some. What are relaxing edibles? Indicas. If you eat an indica, it doesn't make your body tingle and your tongue not feel it anymore. I mean, it depends on the (laughs) dosage, but you know,
1: I like it. Like, if you get a good indica, it should make you. Have you talked about what
0: happened with you and Joey?
1: I have a whole bit on stage that I open with now. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, oh. I might have to talk about something else soon, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's so, so bizarre? I mean, I know no one wants to like, hear us talk about talk shop forever, but think about this. Cause I know this is affecting everybody's life differently, but putting aside, you know, the seriousness, think about the fact that as comedians, all we know is to get on stage and you know you're either doing sets in the town the city you live in or you're doing longer shows on the road etc etc all of us you know we need an audience to do it it's plausible that we will not perform stand-up for two months maybe three or four months, and none of us none of us have ever done that
0: not not but here's the thing none of us like not one of us like so all of a sudden and when you when you're rusty you're fucking rusty. Oh, it's weird. It's and weird. And so you're going to take all the comics and put them back at the exact same level. Yeah. It's almost like a reset button.
1: Because what happens is when you're doing it, you know, you go through periods of of performing all the time and many days in a row and you get into a rhythm and you get into a zone. Yeah. You can tell like when you know, like when you come back to the store and like someone's been on the road, just show, 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 show. And they do their set. You're like, that dude's sharp. Yeah, he's dialed in. Is he about
0: to shoot a special? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: because that's just like, it's just everything's just clicking. And then you can tell when someone's like, oh, I went on vacation. I just got back. I worked for Travel Channel. (laughs) And you get, well, you just go like, you can just, I mean, actually, most of the time, audiences don't even really. Audiences can't tell, but we can tell. We can tell. And even we sometimes struggle to tell some of the difference from person to like you'll be like, that was good. And they're like, nah, like I fucked this and this and that, this yeah. up. And you don't even really realize it. But you as the person performing know, you know, when you're like, my shit was fucking off tonight. You know, yeah like I missed, a I missed stuff because I haven't done that joke in a minute. And when you say in a minute, you mean like four days or something now, you know, let's say it's like June and we are performing
0: again. I mean, we're all going to be like, uh, so I have two kids. I thankfully recorded my last sets in the Beacon. Yeah, and then uh, and at uh, the Constitution Hall, I recorded them. You can listen so I, I can listen to them at least and catch up. But here's the other thing: is that like there's going to be a lot of shit. If you're a comic, you better have a notebook on hand because there's going to be a lot of shit that flies out your head. And the other part is there's no so. Social- my wife's a fucking Nazi. Uh, that'll be clipped out my wife is a Nazi about this social distancing yeah so we're not hanging out with anybody yeah so there's no like you go to a, a, a house party and you're hanging out with some people and you drop a joke and you're like that could work and yeah. then slide it in it's just you with your kids trying to and I'm like so hungry Isla started getting into puns which is fucking exhausting yeah and so all day all night last night she kept Trying to make puns about quarantined, and I was like, "We're not fucking quarantined, Tyler." Yeah. But, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. That for all this, I, I have a bunch of theories. I have a bunch of theories that number one, I think that comics should pair up and go out on tour together, and with a lower ticket price, so people's dollars stretches further. I think, I honestly think, it's just, there's a social responsibility for comics to make a run of clubs. And boost the economy in those clubs. Those you got to go to the clubs. You got to do it. We you got to do a run in clubs. Like hit those funny bones in Virginia Beach, Richmond, all those ones that supported us for all those years. Go in, low ticket price, sell it out, move merch, get everyone tipped out, nice. I mean, you got to. There's a. It's going to be fucking really interesting, and it's going to weed out the people that don't give a fuck. Yeah, those Hollywood types, and there's not many of us in the business, but there are the ones that are like, no, my ticket price is fifty five. They can suck my dick. You're gonna be like, ooh,
1: it's stupid. You're stupid, and you're short-sighted, and you're also just greedy and dumb. Yeah, um, uh, I will say this too, because there's you know, I know everything's changing and affecting people differently day to day. One of the things I've been trying to do, and I think that like people in no no they can they. <laughs> I'm serious. I have a
0: list of things of things I think you've been trying to do. Add carbs into my diet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been really trying. Plan plan how this plan how this this (laughs) massive genocide can benefit you.
1: No, I fucking. By the way, I can have, um, I don't know, two bites of rice, and I think I put on ten pounds. My body like as soon as carbs are introduced to my system it's like you want to get fat again like like and i mean like really fat <laughs> like I, I i cannot i have to restrict it completely or i just put on fucking 50 pounds i
0: didn't eat any carbs yesterday at all
1: i love how all your all your like discipline things are always like 24 hours <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like, Guess what I did the night before. <laughs> I ran. When yesterday, <laughs> the, <laughs> night, the night before, I woke up in the middle of the night with. Have you ever woken up with a sugar tongue where you're just like, oh, like it must be what like those congressmen that are gay that have been holding it in their entire lives, oh, God. and then they end up in a hotel room snorting meth and just fucking nine dudes, and it's got to be the best orgasm of their life. Oh,
1: imagine how how hard you come when you're like repressing you're repressing those gay feelings and then you go you know what i'm not just gonna let them out i'm gonna let them out of a cannon with meth fucking and hook male hookers and just it's got to the best. doing
0: everything like like it's almost like remember when you were a kid i would fund that if you're interested
1: in 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 partaking in something like that and you'll let us videotape I'll
0: I'll pay for it. I would like I would love a congressman to come out and go, "Hey guys, I'm gonna live two different lives." Okay, just giving you know, I got a wife and kids. I'm very happily married. Every now and then, I'm gonna fuck a massage therapist in a hotel room in Jacksonville with lots of meth. That's a weekend. That's my weekend. Give me my weekend. I'm back on. I'll be like, I got you. Got my vote.
1: Dude, that that was a Andrew Gillum, right? Yeah, that guy. He had like a he almost like almost became the governor of Florida.
0: Like he. You he know, was close. You know, Budajec is like we're not all like that. Of course, that's why. That's why you you vote for a guy who's out of the closet. Yeah, because the guy out of the closet's like I just love dudes. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't love fucking hardcore poppers in a bathtub and that fucking it's in the toilet, motherfucker. That dude was like, uh, Gillum. Is that his name?
1: how you say his name? Gillum. Um, He he said that. uh, that he was just, he was like, I actually just had too much to drink. I was like, no, that's not what happened. Hey, guess what?
0: I drink a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I've never once been like, man, either I got to get to bed or I'm sucking cock in a hotel room snorting meth. I had too much to drink. And also,
1: you you can tell when someone's lying like that for a number of reasons, but one of them was he was like, "Uh, I'm going away now and uh i
0: just need to reassess things <laughs> what a like, great time to go to rehab oh yeah
1: during the coronavirus this is when people forget these stories like oh. bad news is this is the best time to have personal bad news i bet ari loves this oh yeah <laughs> oh he just went he just unlocked his uh his twitter account are he's you like, serious he's like oh, i think he's like, off <laughs> I, I texted donnell last night because yeah.
0: donnell makes fun of the way ari said kohopi bryant yeah Are you know Ari just got the news he's like coronavirus <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> uh, thank god I didn't shoot that special what, if, what What was Donnell's take on that on what on Ari with Kobe yeah is uh that white people smirk black people don't smirk if you smirk you're and you're black you're gay <laughs> Donnell's got some really enlightened views on on uh on Homosexuality Donnell's He goes He goes Why can't you just be An old school homophobe And I was like eh, cause Don- Donnell is I'm not speaking for Donnell He never said that I'm just saying <laughs> Go to his Twitter
1: Go to his Instagram yeah, yeah
0: Coronavirus Yeah So he thinks that Ari's gay No 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 He just thinks I, I think I don't know He just I think he was I think I think he didn't give a I don't know I, I think he wasn't allowed To say I don't really care because you, you can't do that on black Twitter. Dude, yeah. I got in a fight with black Twitter when I was younger. About what? It was Valentine's Day. And, and uh, I... You're like, Valentine's Day is not for you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can't we have one fucking day? God damn it.
0: You got the whole fucking month of February. Can't we get the 14th? <laughs> That's getting clipped. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Don't cough. <laughs> <sighs> 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 typo i I'm cool. Your o, you're typo, yeah. you're cool. So um so no, uh I was I was on this is right when Twitter started being big and uh I got into it with Jesus and Miro on uh on black twitter one time you got into it with them i thought you got get your buddies with them this is before i met them i had to tell them i got into them i got into it with them i can't remember can you see um will you type in uh my at bert mentions and then uh either uh kid kid miro or Jesus nice and see i i you can read that you can read us getting into it i don't think they remember it so i hope not to bring it up to them but there was, uh... No. Okay, no, 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 no. You just get away from that. I don't even care. Stop, stop, stop. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Scroll. Scroll, Jesus fucking Christ. did <laughs> mind. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So just take it down. Just take it down. Today, Take it down. Take it down. Take it down. Take it down. No one needs to see any of this. <laughs> so... Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> were you like, guys, pull up your fucking pants and turn your music down. Was that it? No. I the first one started with on Valentine's Day and I and I wrote um, Oh God. I wrote <laughs> They were it was trending. <laughs> that was so bad. The day I learned. <laughs> so, Let's just change
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to them?
0: I, I I don't know what that one was. It was another one, I guess. I got into them. I don't remember that one, but even reading it, I was like, motherfucker. I said... I was, it was it was trending and it was V Day gifts in the hood, right? That was the hashtag that was trending. Okay. So I read it, and as I read it, it was all very like. Can you search that V Day gifts? Yeah, V Day gifts in the hood. Hashtag. Hashtag V Day gifts in the hood. V Day. I think that was it. it wasn't V Day in the hood? V D in the hood. No. V Day gifts in the hood. Yeah. V Day gifts in the hood. Might be in the hood. no v-day it was v-day gifts in the hood that was the high hashtag all right well anyway so right. i wrote back uh that it was like all stuff like uh uh get get her a glock you know she needs a click clack uh get her a mattress who remembers jumping on a mattress when they were kids like it was weird i didn't get any of the ones that they were doing and then some of them were like Uh, get her a paternity test. She knows she doesn't know who her daddy is, or her baby daddy is. When some of them were like racist, I didn't know they were coming from all black people, right? Oh, okay. I I didn't understand what black Twitter was. So I just wrote in, how about a classy pen? And I didn't realize it was all black people, and black people lit me up. And they're like, yo, this isn't for you, son. Like, get out of here. And then I realized it was all black people, and then I went, okay. I wrote... Again, V-Day Gift in the Hood. Anything Dungeons and Dragons, son. <laughs> and they got fucking irate. I read It was like the same 15 people just coming at me. And then I, I wrote, give me one more try, guys. And I wrote, how about a bottle of champagne? But spray it all over that hoe. And they were like, that's more like it. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first one. Jesus and Miro, it was about safety pins. Do you remember a social... It was about safe... Type in... Uh, Bert Kreischer, uh, safety pins, Twitter, and I—I I said clearly, Jesus. Oh, there we go. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, so Jesus and Miro So safety pins are great for holding things together, like the illusion you're doing something. It was Jesus and Miro and this was before I knew them, and their whole point was like. Yeah, you know, white people going into Pottery Barn, grabbing their safety pins. And I was like, they don't sell safety pins at Pottery Barn. And I was like, oh, that's such a hilarious broad stroke of white people, of oh, not knowing white people going, right. they go to Pottery Barns to buy their safety pins. And so I wrote a message from a man who's clearly never been to Pottery Barn. And, bro, I got fucking torn to pieces. <laughs> I was like, never mind, tap out, tap out, off internet for a while. Did they message you? I think, scroll down, I think, I think Jesus did. He might have deleted it. Chris Stefano did? That's interesting. No, that's not me. Um, but yeah, I think... I forget who messaged me, but I think Jesus did because I brought it up to them when I did their show for the first time. And? And they were like, yeah, I don't remember that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, the... Uh, I just did their show. Are you doing their show at all? Oh, no, um, you're not going to New York.
1: I'm right? not going to New York anymore. It's kind of crazy, man. I'll I was going to go do all this fucking... Some of it was pretty cool press.
0: Tell us who you were gonna do, and I'll do, and I'll do the interview for you.
1: Oh, okay, tell me. Um, I was gonna do Colbert. Okay, all right, here we go. I here like Colbert. Go. Here we go.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> Catholic. Uh, very excited to announce my uh, next guest. You can see him on Netflix. He's got a new comedy special called Ball Hog. You know how he's going to say it because he's not going to go ball hog like a girl wants nuts in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Ball hog. Uh, put your hands together for Tom Segura. So, Tom, uh, how you doing, man? It's good to be back. Oh, oh you've done this before? I have, yeah. Oh. oh, it's so funny. You white guys just all blend into the same. Yeah. So, um, Tom, tell me, uh, what's ball hog about? Is it is it new material? It is, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they tend to ask you to to do new ones.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And so these are all jokes you've done before.
1: Uh, yeah, I re- did it on tour, and then I did it at a show. Yep.
0: So, uh, so here's my question, Tom. Uh, you you t- you talk about your family in this? I do a little bit. And yeah. how do they feel about it? <laughs> That's funny that you ask. <laughs> uh, they're not into it. Really?
1: No. And no. you have uh, you have one wife? I have one current wife.
0: Um, and a ch- two childs. Two childs. That are both good. Boys. G- oh, Christian. Christian. Christian boys. Okay. Yes. Oh, Christian. Okay, great. Yes. Now, in the special, you talk about murdering dogs. Now, hold on one second, because you've, <laughs> you've gotten in some heat before, and are you ready for the fire that's coming your way?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty excited about it. It tends to boost sales all around, so...
0: Every, esp- every special, I try to upset a group of people. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Sounds great. I think I'm going to love it. Um, Tom, yeah. last question. Yeah. We do a game here on Colbert. Yes. Where I say a word. You say the first word that comes to your mind. Okay. okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Tom Segura. <clears throat> We're going to play a match pass. Okay. Where I say the word. He says first word that comes to his mind. I then say the next word that comes to my mind and we go back and forth until someone says a racial slur. Here we go. All right.
1: Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single... Sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, "Oh, is this going to taste horrible?" Now I actually think it tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of Liquid IV and sixteen ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order. When you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout as 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. Glue, Ice. Catch up.
0: Redskins. <laughs> and he won. Okay. He won. That was amazing, Tom. Well, thanks for having <laughs> you back. We'll see you again in two years, and I won't remember you again. All right. What else were you we going to do? Please say you're going to do uh, – <laughs> what else are you going to do?
1: I was going to do um, full-size run. The complex sneaker show.
0: Um, all right, what other shows are you gonna do? This is fun. This is a great way to do this. We'll get all your press uh, in right now. It was a if you can clip these out and go, uh, what we should do? Okay, what other what was a big one you were gonna do, okay? Let me like, look it up. And then and then what I want you to do is I want you to pull up an interview online and and get what questions he asked uh, John Mullaney, and then me and Tom will take turns. Answering those questions as if we were in John Mulaney's shoes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You going to do Ellen?
1: I don't know. I was submitted for it. but um, I this would kind love of to do weird. Ellen. I know. That would be fun.
0: Hey, by the way, Ellen, we'll have you on our show. Yeah. A, a you'll be the only guest we'll ever have. We, I'd love to, That and the Stanley Cup guy. I would love to have Ellen on our show. we Are going to do Fallon? No. I was yeah. going to do Conan when I came back. I had a back. dream about Jimmy Fallon last night. Yeah? Yeah, I had a dream that Jimmy Fallon... That Leanne and I were going to a special... Uh, oh, my God.
1: Was Jimmy Fallon really excited about it? Because he always gets really excited about everything. Uh, he just, you're just realizing what, that what your dream meant or something? Because you seem no, like you're blown away by it. I had a dream... Yeah, I had a dream
0: that uh, that just our people roamed the land. No, so we were going to we were going to do something with Conan, and it was like a very special thing, and it was like something Liam wanted to do with Dwight Yoakam. And we got there, and the guy we were supposed to call um, wasn't answering his phone, so we called Conan's phone, and on Conan's line he was doing a game show, and it was like questions about music. And I go, well, Leanne, let's just answer the questions about music, and then we'll get up, and then we don't have to worry about calling him. We'll just be the winner of this contest. And so she was like, okay. And I go, I kept going, come here. And She's like, don't touch me. I, I um, don't touch me. And I was like, why? Why can't I touch you? She's like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. <laughs> so. So. Jimmy Fallon's house was right around the was like right down the hill. So he saw us doing this, and he goes, "What are you guys doing?" When I said we're answering questions about music, he goes, "I know everything about music." And I was like, "Oh, cool! Come on up." So he comes up, and we're and him and Leanne are working. And I go, "I'm going to go back down to your house, and you guys work on this and this game show." So I go down, and Jimmy Fallon's girlfriend had invited two Irish girls to come party with him, and they were fucking gorgeous. They were so gorgeous, right? Beautiful. Jimmy and Jimmy and uh, and Leanne come down. And they go, we we won the thing. We're ready to go up. And I was like, oh, that's so awesome. And I grabbed her and I go, don't. She goes, don't touch my stomach. And I go, why? And she goes, I've been saving it as a, as a surprise. But I want to show you this. And I go, what? She lifted her stomach and she had a tattoo that said, get the fuck shit out on her stomach. And all these Irish girls looked at her and they're like, and I was like, that's my wife. And I was like, you got a tattoo of that? She's like, yeah, get the fuck shit out, right? Like, get the fuck shit out. And I was like. And then I woke up, and I was like, ugh, why do I have to be married to her? Yeah. That was my dream. That and was your I, dream? Yeah, that's a weird dream. Anyway, put what, what you were going to do, Conan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's,
0: can we just do Fallon real quick? Let's do Fallon. We're never going to get to do Fallon. Okay. Let's do Fallon real quick. All right. So you, pull up. Are Jim, you going to be Jimmy? No, no, no. We're going to have Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I got ask you. Ask the question, and then we're both going to answer it. Oh, okay, okay. And, I, and we're going to do two answers. We're going to do the answers that would make our fans leave us, and then the answers that would make our fans love us. Okay. This is a new segment on Two Bears Come All Cave called Love Us or Leave Us. We can't play footage from Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Yeah, or you could listen to it and ask us the question. There you go. Here's what you do. As we continue talking,
1: just pull it up on a separate device or something, watch it in there, see what he
0: asks, and then get on mic how, how scary has right. this coronavirus been for Josh Potter not being able to see who he's talking to <laughs> you think he'll live he's got I mean like his his immune systems like really strong it looks like his hair makes it look like he's the guy that goes he's like the old saloon uh, hanger he, hanger on her he seems like the kind of guy that could
1: like eat out of the gutter and then just like fart and <laughs> that would pass a disease through
0: him, and he'd be fine, you know? I got these orange sauces in San Jose, and I've been putting them on everything, and our friends reached out, and they're like, hey, how long are these orange sauce sauces last? And I go, oh, they're still good. And they're like, it says a month. And I go, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you gave us to this in January. And I was like, I'm still using it. And they're like, well, we tried it, and we had horrible diarrhea. And I was like, yeah, that's what you get when you have hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've just been... Putting poison on my food and then just shitting it out.
1: I mean, how often do you get diarrhea? Every day, every day.
0: I don't ever shit solid. I've never had like a dog shit where it like forms at the end. Like there's closure. Yeah.
1: Like, do you have like you ever see like nice clean logs? In never. There? I've never had. A,
0: I, haven't, I haven't had a clean log in a very long time. Mostly a mess. Mostly it is. It is fucking. It's almost like someone grabbed a handful of clay and just threw it at the back of the toilet. Yeah. And then and then. And then in the middle of the afternoon, it will be like leafy diarrhea, yeah. like just like, like a woman pissing. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot. I have I did a, Whitney's podcast. I feel when it's just I stopped. did Whitney's podcast and she peed in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. She got up and peed in the bathroom and it's like- Turn you on? No. Oh, well, no. Oh. But no, but I, it's the, it's the first time in my life where you, where I averted my eyes, but in my head I was like, I was like, but just real quick, just real quick. She's beautiful, man. Whitney really is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really is. And she's a great basketball player. Great basketball player? Yeah. What are you getting? Phone call? Are you getting a uh, phone call from my business manager, too? <laughs> no. Because that's who's calling me, and I'm right. a little freaked out. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, look, man, you're in trouble. <laughs> he's like, you got two months. it it goes for eight weeks. We're dead. We're dead in the water. The um, It was a fun podcast. I did Whitney's podcast. I had a fucking blast. Have you done Whitney's podcast? Are you,
1: I have never done her podcast. Oh, you are should you, do Whitney's podcast. Are you into pee?
0: No, I don't really care. Did you ever
1: do like a no experiment? Mm-mm. Like a pee in here is kind of no, 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 no. I would never let that.
0: I don't care about that. Anyone ever ask you to pee on them? No, I've peed on chicks, but not they didn't ask. <laughs> what happened in the shower? Just oh, yeah, kiss yeah on yeah. them and go water getting warm. <laughs>
1: Are you pissing on me? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I do that sometimes now, and I
0: it's like, ugh,
1: it smells like coffee. So, <laughs>
0: like, it smells like coffee. Yeah. I hmm, bit my tongue good on that one. You did one time. I'll tell the story. I don't care. Yeah. One time, uh, I Leanne, peed on a chick. One time. All right, go ahead. No, you start. No, no, no. You sorry. Sorry. Start. <laughs> start. Nah. Uh, uh, one time I shit in the tub with Leanne. We were in the tub, and I just shit in the tub. What? Never mind. It's a long story. Shit uh, in a tub? No. Ugh. <laughs> it's a fucking squirt. Anyway, what was your story? Uh, now now that I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cool story. Have you ever just jerked off solo in front of push?
1: No, no. I have. Just like, hey, watch this. Yeah. I mean, I've done it for like a joke. Oh no. But you're you're like having a serious like I'm gonna look no we here. had no
0: we had a, we were in the shower one time and we and she was. She was kind of like, I was kind of like joking around and going, if you want, you can just stand over there and I can. She was like, And she was like, okay. And I was like, wait, what? She was like, I'm, I don't have a problem with it. She's like, it's less work for me. And I was like, really? I was like, come closer. Why don't you kiss me? And she was like, okay. And I was like, huh? By the way, we could do this every single fucking morning. And? And uh, we did it once. It was one time. Never, and I never had the balls to pull the trigger again. Really? Yeah, Why? I've been a little, I don't know. I have a weird thing with, Lee, I did it last night. We had sex last night, and I said to Leanne, "I nice said, job. I said, thank you. I banged it out. You did. Oh, oh, you really got in there. I put it down. Yeah, she can get it, and she got it. Nice. Now, uh, she, she, <laughs> she. Gosh. I have a podcast, by the way, that we recorded yeah. on the bus, that I have to edit out so badly because of all your, because of my bus driver Ron. Mm-hmm. I Leanne goes, is did he say? uh. That was from, Valen.
1: Yeah. But wait, what did what what did he say?
0: Uh, <laughs> it was just. It was. It's aggressive, and I might leave it in because I don't feel like I feel like cancel culture is kind of not right. Not there right now. Yeah. I feel like everyone's like, you know what? Let's just get through the next eight weeks. Yeah. And then we'll start canceling people again. Yeah. And so I might just leave it in and Ron doesn't care. He's like, put it in. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Was he talking about like holding chicks' heads underwater and stuff? No, he's just, he's, (laughs) he's been pitching, he's been hardcore pitching me. I don't know if I told (laughs) you this. He's been pitching very aggressively that for a promo video for the fall tour, we shoot a porn where he fucks Christy Mack. And so he's like, you hire her as a performer to come on the bus. Fuck me. You guys watch. I'll fuck her. And then you got at the end, you go, yo, Birdie Boy World Tour. I'm like, it's a great promo. I go, go, it sounds like a win-win for you, Ron. And it sounds like a lot of money out of pocket for me when I could just go, hey, Birdie Boy World Tour. And he was like, yeah, yeah, but I get to fuck Christy (laughs) Mack. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, sounds great, Ron. Sounds great. Not that. I mean, if you want to do like a part two of
1: that, I'll. Work with her too.
0: Yeah. I I wonder if, is that cheating? Uh, No, it's work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, work's light these next 10 weeks, babe. I got to fuck Christy Mack. I got to fuck all, (laughs) not just Christy Mack. I want you to take a look at this list and tell me who you don't approve of. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> would, uh, so would you get down with Christy back oh if I was not married to Leanne in a fucking heartbeat no even married I like, guess as a working performer no oh as a, as a, if I was performer and I yeah, had like, on camera. and that's how we made money yeah oh uh, she might be my number one yeah yeah she's gorgeous man yeah. her body does not make sense it really doesn't make sense yeah she she has a perfect butt like a perfect butt and then the skinniest fucking waist and then skinny legs and then big tits perfect face <laughs> I think you like her. I like them all, man. Yeah, yeah. We Ron had a, said Ron. I told you this, Ron. Never mind. I did told you, you watch the the link we sent you? Did you see the? I link I haven't seen it. I haven't oh. seen it. Okay. All right, you ready to do? Are you Jimmy Fallon yeah. interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Are you Jimmy, or yeah.
0: are we just gonna read it together? Uh, how about we do? Okay, you read it to me, and then I'll I'll be I'm gonna be legit, Bert. Doing Jimmy Fallon Okay Okay, okay. And,
1: Bert Kreiser <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: my god This guy's so, so, so funny I love you you're hilarious I love you man so funny Dude I, so I love... saw you At the New York Comedy <laughs> Club Years ago You were, Oh my god you were I, there I was oh. there dude Oh I'm so excited I love your hair Keep going What was good Okay
1: hey big boy It's so funny It's just, Oh he's got all these Other ones where he Takes his shirt Oh he's crazy Okay so Alright we're gonna Play this game uh, Hey Bert So, okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay,
0: which... I don't know these questions are coming.
1: No, no. Which (laughs) of the seven dwarves do you most identify with?
0: Okay, okay, I've been waiting for this. Okay, Brad Williams. (laughs) Wee Man. (laughs) um, uh, Tattoo from Fantasy Island. Uh (laughs) Um, And I think those are are my three that I really... Oh my God, he didn't name any of them. (laughs) All right, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've been wanting to do this. This is a good one. This is a good one. Tom. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's got a special called Ball Hog. You're, I didn't even know you played basketball. You don't look like a basketball Yeah. Anyway. No, no. I,
1: just, yeah. I do love basketball.
0: All right. He's got a special called Ball Hog, and he's coming right now on Jimmy Fallon. Tom, what seven dwarfs do you identify with the most? No, no. Not what seven dwarfs. Which
1: <laughs> of the seven dwarfs? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I I misheard that. Which of the I, seven dwarfs. I misheard, <laughs> I misheard that so bad. I thought it was what? That he was just like, name seven dwarfs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I thought he just named seven dwarfs.
1: I'm going to throw up. Oh <laughs> I, I think I'm going to throw up. Like Brad Williams.
0: The
1: guy from Game of Thrones, oh, Peter Game Dinklage.
0: Oh. 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 How do you think that question would have gone over on Jimmy Fallon? Brad Williams. We man. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, seven. (laughs) Name four. (laughs) This guy's loving dwarfs over here, huh? (laughs) I I was like, wow, that's a weird fucking question.
1: We're not going to do any more. Just stop.
0: (laughs) Uh. All right, Tom. On Jimmy Fallon. Real quick, what's the worst thing about getting older?
1: You just know you're so much closer to death every day, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they're not booking us on Fallon. <laughs> I mean, we'd be the perfect just uh, guys who don't hear the question the way they they wrote it. <laughs> oh <laughs> that, that, that that last one That's a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. That's a fun one. Alright, let's let's one. see if we can volleyball that. What's the best thing to tell someone in the middle of a hug? <sighs>
1: There's so many ways to go Middle of a hug I voted for Trump too (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Daddy hugged like this Yeah Mm. Reminds you of your dad's breath Mm. Harder (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever have an ant touch you like this
0: Okay let's think out of the box Best thing to say in the middle of a hug We're going to take our country back. I watch cows getting slaughtered online. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man with a very special set of skills.
1: Middle of a hug.
0: I've killed puppies. Yeah, fight back. See if you can break away from this. Okay,
1: middle of a hug. Ready? Okay. You want to go to Auschwitz? (laughs)
0: Like on vacation, like a sightseeing tour. A trip. I know. Oh, that's a good one. Just say the thing. Mm, yeah, you guessed right. Uncircumcised. <laughs> Why? What I...
1: about just open ended, like middle of a hug, right? We're hugging? Yeah. Lean into your ear. You thirsty? <laughs> it's creepy,
0: right? Yeah. That's a weird question. I bet they I bet they I Here's the thing that's kind of crazy is is I guess if um I guess what they do they have to cuz they couldn't put a celebrity on a spot like that. No, these these are all rehearsed. So everything's they, prepped. Really? Everything's prepped. So they go to him, they go so we're going to ask you about the four, seven We're going to do these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you gave a, if a genie gave you three wishes, what would they be and all then they're them. and then their writers have written a- funny answers for they, the guests.
1: they definitely have written and then they go what do you think of it and then The guest is probably like, no, no, yes, no, and then goes, oh, I've got, I'm gonna say this, and then with Ricky,
0: for sure, would come up with funny shit to say. So yeah, Ricky Gervais, I bet. Were these Ricky Gervais's questions? Yeah. What what did he say? What were his favorite Seven Dwarfs?
1: No, no, they didn't say. What are your favorite Seven Dwarfs? (laughs)
0: Which uh, of you the realize, seven dwarfs. do you realize how viral that would have gone if I was I'd done Fallon oh, and he said been that and I misheard him. You're like I like Brad, I like Peter Dinklage, Wee Man. I can't uh, name seven though. Now he would have just fallen out of his chair. Do mm. you, I bet they would have cut it. I bet they would have made me take it from the top and redo it. Now they would,
1: but ten yeah. years ago or twenty years ago, they would have been. It would
0: have been. See, I remember what? watching. I remember watching. Don Rickles on Letterman one time. Yeah, this is like right when the PC turn was happening. It was like right when I started being a comic, and he was like, uh, he was like, "Great crowd, great crowd you got. Hey, you got a Puerto Rican in the front row. I know if we need a knife, where to get one, huh? Hey, you know." And you can see Letterman, but they're like, "Hey," and everyone's like, "What?" And Don Rickles was like, "Puerto Ricans carry knives. They stab people." And you're like, oh. "Did you ever see Hey Dumb- Was it Hey dummy? Hey, hey big guy? What? Hey big boy?" No, what was the name of what was the name of Don Rickles' fucking special? Was it Hey Stupid? Hey, Don no Rickles idea. Mr S- Mr Mr Smiles or something. How about fucking Netflix almost releasing what is it called? Not Mr. Potato Head. Hey, uh What is just like the yeah, Rickles. Yeah, this, yeah, comedy special. Let's see what it says. Let's go to Wikipedia. It's his last one that he did. It'll be in his. Mr. Uh, Warmth. Oh, Mr. Artist. Warmth. Do you ever see that? <clears throat> no. It is so fucking
1: inappropriate. I saw him on the. He was doing like a. You know, it's like spring training. Mm-hmm. And they sent him to, I think, Dodgers spring training. And he's like meeting. This is like in the 80s. He's meeting guys on the field, and they're all, you know, they're in like a – they come up to him kind of like, hey, what's up? Because they know he's going to bust their balls. Yeah. And he's like, where are you from? To This guy, he's like, uh, eh, República Dominicana. He's like, what's your wife, cleaning hotel rooms right now? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> – <laughs> you could not say that now. He, Nobody it mis- would say it
0: it. Mr. Warmth – is it Mr. Warmth? Is that – go up. Mr. Warmth is the Don Rickles project. It's a documentary, but it shows a stand-up, and he just – He's on stage destroying. He's an Asian guy. He goes two years in the jungle. I was looking for your grandfather. Two fucking years. Look at this guy smelling his hand over here. <laughs> like just the fucking greatest. The greatest. Like and you could never do any of that. But no. man, I was crying. Those those guys, Buddy Hackett. <clears throat> I, I met Buddy Hackett once. And um, dude, go to YouTube. Go to
1: YouTube. Um, put in uh Don Rickles. Wow, we're getting pretty good views
0: on that last podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, spring training. Let's see if it's there.
0: By the way, Capsule Hotel is the way to go. Oh, my God. Oh, please. yeah, yeah. See, insults the Dodgers. Oh, cla- oh, where? It's like fourth video down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, please. Let me Wait, see. Wait, put your headphones on. Oh, we can watch this. God, I love those guys. Do you think they're. You're an entertainment coach, and the fellow that I've hired is going to make you guys relax.
1: Here's our new entertainment coach, Don Rickles
0: look at his jog. it's all in a jog uh, Tubbs, would you get down here tubs which means i definitely feel pedro you should go back to your homeland and
1: become a general <laughs> now pedro i know you a lot of years Now watch you play you're a great ball player problem is the wife don't buy it now, i met the wife You've got a lot of money, but how long are you going to make the woman clean hotel rooms?
0: <laughs> you got to let her get out in the ballpark. You've got to Jeez. live and enjoy a little bit. You know what I mean, Pedro? You're a good amigo. How old are you now? 29. He's in this country 38 years. He's still talking Spanish. <laughs> I want you to know 29. something. Huh? I'm 29. 29? Good, 29. You just won the lottery. You won two weeks in Acapulco. <laughs> but you're a good he man. Just, have another looks, great year. Finish this. He just looks at him and goes, 29, 39. <laughs> And they got mad at Shane Gillis. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is fucking, this is hilarious. This is, this, do you think that kids, these, like, young kids that are so, like. Woke? Yeah, do you think that they'll watch this as the way we look is, like, uh, what was the very first movie ever made? It was uh, the fucking very first movie is oh, about the Klan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. think they'll look at that and go, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, I think right now somebody watching this would definitely say that. Why do
0: we it enjoy did? it? Because it's inappropriate. You know? So why is that? What what is it about our sense of humor that the more inappropriate, the more it makes us giggle? Because most people don't
1: talk like this in public, so yeah. it's it's like taboo, and um, we know it's you know we know it's I don't know. It, there's a there's like a there's a dance to it. There's like a fine line of doing it well. The thing is, like people never really got mad at Rickles um, because the the theory is that the audience can sense your intent like we know he's not malicious we know he's not we know it's an act and but he's saying things that are like but then
0: okay let's then let's let's take this apart why did people i don't understand i sincerely don't understand why people got upset with your louisiana joke Hmm. like when you go i think we should build a wall around those people yeah like like do you think it's people that don't get subtlety or don't get nuance? Part of it is that. Yeah, part of it's that. Then, that. then almost in a weird way, we should flag those people and isolate them. I mean,
1: I think we kind of do with without making it like a known thing. I mean, like if you want to use that as an example, you know, the backlash essentially exists online and then those people make themselves known and then other people see those people and go like. You know, let's isolate those people. You know
0: what I mean? So it kind of actually so does happen. So bizarre that someone would not see the humor, like that. That that you'd stand on stage with a microphone and then would go, "This is a serious." Yeah, movie. of
1: course. And but the thing is, I mean, what I learned, or I think you, everybody, you've up, dealt with more of it than me. Well, I, but I think everybody ends up figuring it out. If you're a comedian, is you go at first when when you have like people get really upset about something, you're like, "What's going on?" But then you realize that the people that get really upset are never going to be a factor in your life because they're like, if they're really upset, if they go, I saw your fucking, Hey big boy. And that joke about, you know, the broom and the mop fuck, you know, you're a horrible person. You're like, okay, they're not going to buy a ticket to the next show. So they're not a factor anymore. yeah You're never going to like what I did. That's what Ari's
0: point was. Uh, this joke wasn't meant for you. Right. It was meant for my fans.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I understand what he's saying by that. I understand what he's saying. I mean, you know, the, it makes sense to say that. It okay. makes sense that you go. So
0: not place. to not to go like inside baseball and talk about. But it's a totally different show when you wear headsets. It is. Do you do like you, it or no? Uh, I don't care. I've always liked headsets. I like headsets too. Yeah. Um, here's my question: Is that and I could deconstruct comedy and and specials more importantly all day long. I will. Here's how I do it: Is Ugh. I say something offensive i do not know it's offensive often until i'm in the in the editing bay with a uh black assistant editor and i'm watching the starbucks joke and i'm like ooh, i wonder how this is gonna play like i don't think things through did right that editor like it he loved it oh. he loved it he was like dude and then i told him how it, a whole i like broke down the joke and how it started and he mm-hmm. was like he was like are you fucking serious and then it's it's better i wish i could have kept it the way i originally did it but it couldn't because people... Did
1: you don't... see the guy in the,
0: the last Star Wars that looks like you? No. There's a... Oh, is he the guy that was in Heroes? I don't know. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. He's a fighter pilot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we were watching it the other night. I was like, fuck, that guy looks like Burke.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a... Type in uh, Heroes, uh, fighter pilot, Star Wars. So, so here's my question is that you kind of lean into it. And I know you said in this special you lean into it. You're like... Man, if they thought they thought the last one was offensive, wait till they see this?
1: Well, yeah, there's a huge there the every special pretty much has like your, you know, signature section or piece yeah. to it. So there's a section in like the That's mm, not him. Nah, that's definitely not him. <laughs> definitely not him. Um
0: <clears throat> type in cast of heroes. Heroes is a TV show on NBC. And then type NBC. Not Hogan's Heroes. And then He's that guy. He's that guy right there. But he's gotten fatter. That's why he looks like me. <laughs> that's what it is. That's who it is? Yeah. I can't see him. Find out his name. Yeah, that that now now he looks like me.
1: Oh, now I see it The more.
0: guy yeah, the guy next to Mike Tyson.
1: Mike Tyson?
0: Is that not Mike Tyson. I can't see. Who is it? I know that guy. Who is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that is it the cast of heroes? Anyway, so wait, here's my question. Who are we talking about? The people that look like me. Now, no, but... Ta- we're talking about you. When you go to write a joke, do you... Is there is there subjects that you steer away from where you go, it's too hard? It's, nah, it's not... No, I can't but work I, it. I do think that, like, things
1: are of interest to you, like, naturally. Yeah. And, like, I won't, I won't go, okay, what's a big hot topic right now? Like, a, a polarizing thing... Oh, mass shootings! I'm gonna write a, like I don't work. I go joke
0: about that. My new my new hour. I,
1: but I, I I think I think in terms of if I if if we pick up a topic, mass shootings are a thing that exists, and I and I have a, a thought an opinion yeah. that I feel like something is coming out of. Well, then I do it because my
0: natural instinct is to talk about it.
1: Yeah. But I'm not gonna go like I have to have. A so
0: you think but... do you you think com- comedy really is just a representation? Of your personality and what you find humorous, mm-hmm. for all of us, I think so. So then, what comic, what like, what comic do you look at and you go, ah, that blows me the way the way his like what he fa-. like. Remember Jay London? Yes, like the way what he found funny, what his sense of humor was yeah. was like slumber party humor. I
1: find it. I find it interesting when you can watch somebody like that and you go like, oh, that dude's brain is interesting. Yeah, you know Brent Weinbach's like that to me, where yeah. I go like, you might see him at first and you're like, your head turns, you're like, what's going on, and then you start to really enjoy the ride of like this dude's brain works differently.
0: Yeah, Dimitri Martin has a different type of brain. Yeah, like you you watch him and you're like, because I'll always, especially with guys that write jokes like that, when you when I watch your comedy, I kind of shut my brain off and enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. I, it's it's a different with and, and that's as a comedian but as a comedian when i watch dimitri i try to figure the middle the riddle out you do oh yeah you I, try I, to guess I, it. I try to guess it it's like a magic trick wow
1: i i feel like i i mean some of those straight up joke writer guys like where they just go like this is a hundred written setup and punches yeah um
0: yeah i think i do the thing where i go i'm just gonna try to enjoy this jessel has the best first joke in a comedy special ever really without it did you watch the special
1: yeah. Which one was it? Was it was the though? very
0: first joke. Uh, I've, I have a friend whose wife's pretty Christian, and she always blames me for his bad behavior. And the other day, she came in. By the way, I'm m- murdering your joke, Anthony. I apologize. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just, I want you to watch this special. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. I remember it now. It's just go type in Anthony Jeselnik's Netflix special. Oh, well, he's I mean, got you, a few. You. Oh, yeah. It's the latest. By the way, so I loved his fucking, the one before that where he talked about the shark attack thing. Thoughts and, thoughts and prayers. It, no, one. it's one where he trashes Comedy Central for fucking thirty minutes. I'm trying to remember the names. So. It was such a departure from what he does with the joke writing. He tells this like story about about getting slammed by Comedy Central and yeah, I loved it, dude. Yeah. He's a great comedian. He, he really, really is. is, yeah. I take that back. Dave Chappelle's probably got the best Dave Chappelle's kicker in the pussy joke. Oh, that one was great. I He's actually really love My favorite, favorite, favorite.
1: My I the one that I love was the most recent one. When he opened with, uh, talking about uh, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Dude. Here's what, because I, the truth is, like, the most important element in comedy really is surprise. Like, when you don't expect something. A hundred percent. And he, he does that thing in that where he's like, he's like, you know, dude had the best job. And then he just starts telling a story about a guy. That was in like medical school or something or law school and then he and
0: gave his wife up gave his life up for a chick
1: and then he ended up being he saw him at a footlocker 20 and like it's this huge long thing and he's like and not once did that motherfucker thing about killing himself <laughs> <laughs> i fucking
0: fell out i mean i really did i laughed so hard here's at what's him. brilliant about what Chappelle does is he's got a way of not losing me even when he's not when he's not telling a joke or he's kind of stringing one joke to another I mean, he can take like five minutes and he will not lose me. I don't know what it is because he
1: subscribes
0: to that theory
1: and I think it's a hundred percent true that uh, when you're not being funny as long as you're interesting you're you're captivating to an audience so you don't have to be getting a laugh at all moments as long as you're interesting you're saying something either interesting or you're you know he's such a master speaker that you'll follow him along on those moments where it's not comedy. yeah. And so, like, he's mastered that, like, being this... It's like being a preacher almost, you know? Like, where he just is up there talking, and you're you're just kind of dialed into what he's saying, and then he goes back to jokes. You don't even remember that the
0: last few minutes haven't
1: been about something
0: funny. Do you realize how long and off-tangent I could get if I had Chappelle style? Like, I'd just be, like, <clears throat> waxing poetically about fucking... Nothing. I don't read books. I don't watch documentaries.
1: Yeah. You should start smoking cigarettes. I think that 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 was a great idea. And, you know, you see about where he's gone with them. Why wouldn't you even try to smoke cigarettes?
0: (laughs) Donnell said, I said, Donnell, are you smoking? He goes, No, I've been around Chappelle. I said, What? And he goes, Dave Chappelle smokes so many cigarettes. You want to quit smoking when you're around him. Yeah. I, I would love to smoke. It's definitely scoops. dialed Do you think up. he has anxiety about like getting like smoking and all the fucking bad health things? I think he's all in on uh, being a
1: legend. Yeah. And, and I think he's just going to deal with he's those, that smoking is going to cost him at some point. But I think he's just like okay with it. I mean, I,
0: I, I fucking hold such a tight line. He smokes so much, man. He does. On that one special, he was vaping throughout it. Yeah, because they really wouldn't let him smoke there.
1: That's For what, real? Yeah, yeah. That's why he had to vape. Where did he do that at? I forget. He's been smoking, I feel like, in all of them now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see him vaping, it's because <laughs> they were like, if you fucking light up a cigarette in this place, we're going to shut the lights off. You know?
0: That's crazy.
1: But he also smokes. I mean, he smokes in the hallways of the comedy store. He smokes on stage. And they're like, you're not allowed to smoke here. And then he knows now that, that that it's a flex, like a power move. He did it, I think, on SNL where they're like, are you allowed to smoke? He's like, no, but who's going to tell me not to? <laughs> How
0: smoke? fucking yeah. great is yeah. that? It's like Stanhope brings his own bottle. He brings travels with his own booze because uh-huh. he can't trust anybody. Yeah. So he always just pulls a bottle of booze out of his jacket mm-hmm. and pours a drink. And they're like, hey, you, you can't drink here. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Just makes a cocktail. You should start doing that. I just quit drinking. Sunday? Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
1: How long are you going to go without drinking now?
0: Uh, eight weeks. You're not going to drink for eight weeks? I'm going to see. What do you mean you're going to see? I'm going to see. I told, I, I. well I'm not, so the way this Oh worked, my
1: God, how is your uh, vegetarian challenge going? It's going fucking awesome. So it's been one day? It's been one day. And? I made a brisket last night.
0: <laughs> I forgot we were doing it. <laughs> I had swordfish and brisket for dinner i made a 15 pound brisket last night i'm trying to figure out who broke who lost first (laughs) uh i had broccoli by the way i i I didn't i didn't it would have been you because i didn't have i had broccoli and a um egg uh uh, patty things and eggs for breakfast and then i didn't eat until nine o'clock at night i had uh swordfish and brisket okay so i think you gotta buy the dandy suits okay well, let's wait until this uh, economic downturn. Let's see if we all cheap we can get dandy suits for. Yeah, we could probably get quite a deal on them. Not everyone's going out buying dandy suits. Can you imagine in the middle like of economic... a non-essential like business like that. Oh. They've got to be like, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> I can't figure this one out. Um, are you trying to support local businesses? Uh, I am. I'm worried about my sweatshop. My, or not sweatshop. It's called Sweat, sweat Shop. That's why they changed the name of it. It's Sweat Cycle. Oh. Yeah, I'm worried about Sweat Cycle. Actually, I'm going to, I should call Hannah Drake right now. Oh, I don't have a fucking number. number. I was going to tell her, because all these, all these instructors that work there are now kind of out of work. And, yeah. it's, and it's impossible to get a job. And I was going to try to tell them that what they should do. Is lean into a podcast or lean in to social media, mm-hmm. and like I, I mean, I would definitely listen to Hannah Drake. Uh, Hannah is the first on the very first episode. She's the wait, the waitress that came in with the drinks. She's also my instructor for spin cycle for spin cycles where I go sweat cycle sweat cycle. But she has great playlists. She has great taste of music. So she put together a playlist and puts it on her Instagram. But what she should do is put them on a Spotify list so that people like me that are getting on a treadmill can li- it's fun to listen to music when you don't know what comes up next. Yeah. And put together and Do you want to on... go get donuts? So bad. Why? I don't know, I'm just thinking of something to do. Yeah. About <laughs> my Liam would be so mad at me if I Why? Let, if I'm not allowed to leave the house except to see you. Oh. Yeah, she has put me on strict lockdown, strict lockdown. Yeah, because she's because we asked it of the girls. Cuz the girls wanted to go party. And Party, yeah! Like all their friends are off. They're like, I'm gonna. Georgia was like, I'm gonna go to Ava's house for the weekend. And
1: Leanne's like, It would. Nine. By the way, if, if we were in high school, how great would this have been? If you're like, oh, school's just over now. This is shit.
0: I would have been, and I hate to say this because I know that there are kids doing this. Yeah, I would have been the kid going, but I can't get it. Fuck it. Yeah, of course. Fuck it. I'm partying balls. I'm going out in the boat. I'm going yeah. fucking wakeboarding. I'm drinking. Fucking, who cares who cares they had their I would have been yeah, that kid of course you'd be like I don't care if I get you
1: pregnant we're all gonna die yeah
0: you know? I mean I'm. I maybe I take that back because AIDS came out when I was a kid and I was terrified fucking terrified of getting AIDS yeah back when we thought uh, straight white dudes could get AIDS yeah that's I was terrified I kind of believe that <laughs> <laughs> I got drunk with a bunch of people from the CDC in Atlanta that came to my show <laughs> at the laughing skull this a long time ago uh huh And I said something about, what diseases do we need to worry about? Like, so we were just bullshitting. And I said, like, and they, I said something about AIDS, and they all laughed at me. One of the guys at the CDC, drunk, said, do you know what we call a straight guy with AIDS? I said, what? And he goes, a liar. I went, holy shit. I was like, all I heard out of that was, I've been wearing condoms for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. You don't need to wear them. Dude, when I was, I mean, if, like... I'm not, not to like This is where I spin off In my conspiracy theory Yeah But like It would have decimated Our friend population Like all how many, how many kids Did you go to high school That have AIDS That are straight How many
1: Oh You want me to run through them Right now Yeah N- None <laughs> Zero <laughs> Like that question's ridiculous Yeah zero like, How many and, of your <laughs> friends From high school That are straight Have AIDS
0: None and, But they told you As a kid You're gonna get AIDS Yeah And it's not like It's not like Did they ever wheel a, An AIDS patient Into your school No We did we had one. Oh, I'm
1: gonna top this, but uh, I'm dying to hear this story. Well, they were like, You need to go to the uh auditorium and uh we went to the auditorium and there's just like a lady sitting on stage, kinda like downtrodden. We're like, What is this? They don't even tell us what's happening. And then they're like, Okay, we got uh this is a special speaker and you know, blah blah blah, and we're still all like, you know, listening, kind of zoning out and they're like, And, you know, she's got something really important to to tell you guys and we're like mm, okay and then she's like my name i forget her name and she goes dah, 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 and i have aids and everybody was like <laughs> what because we'd never you know heard anything like that and then she went on to tell us that she got it i think from a blood transfusion and that her t cell count was down to like 30 or something oh she blood transfusion was like she's like, she like i'm gonna die <laughs> soon and gave us this whole and of course it was so somber it was so depressing and then yeah not long later they made it they announced they let us know they're like she died and everybody's like okay cool and they're like so don't get AIDS (laughs) don't
0: get AIDS they brought us in 10th grade Mm -hmm. and they brought in a TV in the religion class and we're like sweet and that was the best when they wheel in the TV oh wheeling the TV uh, Mr. Mercandante puts in the tape hits play and he's like gentlemen this is a third trimester abortion and walks out of the room and we're like and we watched a full third trimester abortion where they broke apart the baby pulled out pulled out the body parts what the fuck what's crazy is that you know gallows humor we're a bunch of boys all boys Catholic high school they show a pussy and we go fucking bananas yeah like we see a chick's pussy and we're like oh shit oh shit and then they go in it we're like oh god this is gonna get and then an arm comes out we're Uh, like what the fuck they broke apart that baby piece by piece and uh, they showed us that whole fucking thing all
1: right god damn man
0: yeah and then they put it back in and put it back together (laughs) fuck i had to form my personality somehow i'm sure that did something to you they bring up they bring in dudes into our chapel and they'd give a speech uh my name's Dave, I'm I'm 22 years old, and I was driving down the causeway drunk, going the wrong way, and I killed a whole family. Oh and I'm God. here to talk to you about drinking and driving, and all of yeah. us are like, yeah, we're not fucking assholes, Dave. Yeah, We have a couple drinks and drive, fucking Jesus. <laughs> I remember that they, um,
1: they brought in a coach, um, a college basketball coach, and he gave a speech, and it was a good speech, you know? It, yeah. I, I forget, like, but it was, it was some type of, like, motivation, and he was a good speaker. And then I found out that they paid him like ten or twenty thousand dollars for that. And I was like, what? Whoa. And this was not a here's the thing, this wasn't a big time, like top tier coach. But that is part of if you're in that, you know, job lane, that is there's the speaking market and you go and you, you know, you get hired to do these things. Oh. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And then years later, when I started doing stand up, uh, my the school reached out to me. And I remembered that, and I was like, "Yeah, but you got to pay up." And they were like, "Well, you're an alum, so can you give us a discount?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> oh. And then they go, "Oh, well, then, I guess
0: we won't do it." And oh, I I'd like, speak of my I speak at my high school in a second. Oh yeah, I'd go. This but is maybe I'd, you like them. No, no. This is what I would do. I said t- I speak there, and then I'd be I'd go faculty priests get outside, lock the doors. And I would give these boys a lesson in fucking life. What would you tell them? I tell them number one, fuck school. Find out what you want to do and do it and love it, yeah. dude. I wish someone had told me about comedy so much more. I like this is what's the hardest part about taking this time off is that I don't feel like um, I, I I feel put upon because I love what I do. I will. I would work. You know, I work every single weekend I can. Yeah, I love doing comedy. It's the best. And the fact that it's taken away from me makes me like. I was so deflated when we were in New Orleans and they were—they came in the bus and they were like, hey, we pulled the shows. I was so fucking deflated and I felt so depressed for like the next three days. I couldn't get out of it. I was like, I was like so what am I supposed to do? Yeah, that's like, a whole new reality for us. But man. every kid in that room should find that thing they love to do. If it's video games, collecting baseball cards, whatever it is, if you love it, you're going to fucking succeed at it. If you love it. You got to pursue it. You got to pursue
1: it. I mean, I, I talk about it in that new special. Really? I do. Yeah. I'm serious. Really? Because I talk about it because I talk about the fact that we meet a lot of people and it started to bum me out to meet people that go oh yeah man my fucking this is the highlight of my life because my life sucks and I'll be like what the fuck man and yeah. then they go like you know yeah my I, I hate what I do and you're like well why are you doing that? So it just became like a theme to build off of. But yeah, I believe in that 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 i mean it's it's something that everybody kind of knows yeah but for some reason they don't buy into but it is true that if you really pursue um work in a passion space like something you're passionate about it becomes like the best thing ever you yeah know? even I if mean, you're all broke. of us became like they don't realize that like we were obsessed with doing stand up obsessed and broke yes we were well, obsessed well, and that's broke that's the thing you stay in it forever because your obsession necessitates that you do it, you know, like you you have to do, I didn't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I don't get to, but I don't want to give a discount to my fucking school. Okay. (laughs) That's not about (laughs) loving or not loving stand up performance. Fuck you. I paid
0: full tuition. Why the hell do I have to give you a discount? (laughs) We had, we had, uh, we had our baseball team. We played, we used to play alumni. And, uh, and they were like just local guys that used to play for the baseball team. And then our team at the time would play them. So one guy was a, a, a baker, I think, or like an electrician. So It was like a, every one of them was like he's a cop, he's a firefighter, yeah. he's a baker, he's an electrician. And this before becoming a baker was an artisanal thing. It was like you just were a baker. And I remember being on stealing second base, And I was talking to the guy, and I wanted to say he was a baker. And I said, uh, I said, so he was like covering the bag. And I go, so what do you do for a living? And he goes, I'm a baker. I said, do you like what you do? And he looked at me, goes, fuck no. And I went,
1: oh, yeah, it's horrible. And I was, I remember looking. I mean, it's horrible to feel that way.
0: Yeah, and I remember looking at all the guys that we were playing against, and I was like, oh, they all at that those guys all hated their jobs. That used to be the mandate, and now you look at it and you're like, oh, kids. I would tell that to everyone. Find the thing you love to do. And I also feel like there's such a great... I mean, this is a personality
1: type thing. Yeah. But working for yourself. Like, if I didn't have comedy and you go, like, what would you be doing? Oh. I would go, well, I would find some business that it's... The business is... I can do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I love about this era is, uh, you know, we were talking about sneakers earlier. And, like, you can you could buy a bunch of sneakers and do a online thing and, and you know, have them auctioned and sell them direct like that type of thinking and and the work is is what i would pursue if i wasn't doing comedy i would try to make a living not
0: going to an office oh i wouldn't make i wouldn't go to office it's funny i I met a kid who said he wanted to be a youtube star a youtube a youtube star a youtube star and then you and then you, (laughs) you see that and you're like you're like wow that's silly and then you I put up YouTube videos that I edit and it's yeah. so much fun yeah and then I go well fucking why wouldn't you just absolutely get better at it absolutely That fucking Logan Paul kid man I don't know he's got me dialed in I watched a couple of his videos because Joe was talking about him yeah and they really move fast and, and I was like profet- this you know this, what he's doing he knows what the fuck he's doing and he's got me like I'm watching a guy watch him get knocked out and then wrestle a dude and I was like he's living his dream he's living his best life
1: yeah yeah Maybe I'd be a professional um, athlete. What was I gonna mention to you? I fucking forgot. I just remembered I fucking forgot. I was gonna ask you something.
0: Typo positive. Typo. Typo positive. I don't think whatever I am. Oh, and this
1: is the last thing I wanted to say. Um, last thing. We're we well, done? No, no, we're not done. But I was just I I remember this from earlier that I wanted to say. Is that right now like there's different levels to this and the and it affects things differently. Like during this Quarantine. And I don't know if this stuff's going to be where we are now in a few days when this comes out, yeah. but like there's things you can do. Um, you know, like I try to support some local businesses. Oh, that's what we were on. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started, yeah, yeah. Like yeah the my first bad. First thing I mentioned to you. And like you can, you know, like, like for instance, there's pickup dine-out food right now. You can order, especially from a small place and ordering that food. And if you can't afford to, to tip them, like you're, you're keeping somebody else like you're helping them out, yeah, but I also feel like you know, like one thing, like I have a regular guy that picks me up for all my airport runs, you know, yeah, and I called him today just to check on him, and I think that that's something that everybody can do is like check on people right now, yeah, you know what I mean people that you normally see wherever I don't know, like in your day to day strolling around or you know a local business like even if you can't financially support them you can check on them you know you can call them I think it
0: helps yeah I think what else I think another thing I was thinking today is like there's a lot of our friends in the business who you know like us a couple years ago we're just doing clubs just doing clubs and they're and they have podcasts and what I think what a lot of us should do is volunteer like go hey man let me get on your podcast let's blow your numbers up Oh, and try right. to boost your podcast so we can get you advertising. That's a good idea because I think there's a lot of like, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot in, within our own community that we're. I think we're going to be obligated to do. Look at all those servers, all those fucking doormen, all those people that just their salaries go. They're going to be hurting. I, of yeah. course. I mean, we should definitely. I don't know. I think one of the things you I said, told you. You know what we should do? We should do a fucking live podcast out of the store. No, no audience in there. Do a live podcast and bring all our friends on one by one and do a fundraiser, put up a GoFundMe and be like if you were in the middle of the country, you're in West Virginia and you're not affected at all but you love podcasts you love comedy, just all you do throw five bucks at the GoFundMe and then and then build a GoFundMe and then take that and disperse it across all these clubs in LA of all the servers Well I can that...
1: already tell you how like people will try to attack that idea. Why? I, no, because I, I know what's gonna happen. People will go like, well, you're talking about the servers, but like I'm struggling too. And it's like, yeah. I understand that Like a yeah. lot of people are struggling significantly um, yeah. during this time because it's basically like an economy shutting down. Mm. I think, what, but what Bert's saying is that if you're in a position where you can, um, look, it doesn't have to be comedy related. It can be like a server, a bartender Somebody with a completely different job who is now um, in a shitty place, you know, you can reach out and you can... Bartenders, man, they have shutting bars down everywhere. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's, it's everywhere. So um, if you're in a position to financially, you know, help somebody, you can do that. But also, like, if you're not, it doesn't mean you can't just, um, you know,
0: reach out to people. And be cognizant of how you represent yourself on social media and the life you're living if you're a young person... Because there are people that are on your social media that are your friends that are fucking struggling, mm-hmm. that have lost everything and don't have a way to pay rent this month, and if you're at a beach partying balls, because I mean that's what I, I just like. You're saying what? Don't depict that. Don't like be just be cognizant that you may be rubbing in it into someone else. Yeah, that's that's actually not
1: bad advice. I, man.
0: I, well, it was given to me by Leanne when I said we should go skiing. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I'm not going fucking skiing with you. Like, I go, well, no, let's go to, like, Canada. We'll go to Banff. We'll fucking get the fuck out. We'll drive up and take the tour bus. So I'm still got a tour bus for talking two months.
1: Oh, right. You already paid for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I almost feel badly. I bought a Ferrari the other
0: day, and I was posting this photo. (laughs) I feel like I I go, how can I – what if I just sent Ron on the road in my tour bus to go help people? I go, hey, Ron, I got a job for you. I'm paying everyone. Everyone get out. Go out, yeah. But yeah, I don't look. By the way, I don't know anything I'm talking about, so don't listen to me about any of this fucking talk.
1: That kind of advice uh, is very true. Never listen to Bert on anything.
0: Yep. Um, and and in having said that, definitely watch Tom Segura's <laughs> special Ball Hog.
1: Ball Hog. Uh, it should be streaming now or very soon. If you're watching this the moment it comes out, thanks everybody. Um, I had a really an ama I, I will say this sincerely. I had a great time on that tour. It was the highlight of my career thus far. Um, and shooting that was. A, an amazing experience. So thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoy it. I hope what's the one joke?
0: What's the one joke that would make you make your like heart swell if people are like, dude, I love that dot 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 joke. Um, man. Can I tell you? My, I'll tell you my two while I let you think. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Go ahead and tell me if this doesn't uh, fucking ring very true to this podcast. Okay. The one about the black guy and Hitler. <laughs> from my special? Yeah, it was, a, it was when
1: you got to say that it was like it was <laughs>
0: those, those are the two you're like I love your Hitler joke I'm like ah, thank you that's I guess you definitely watched the special and then the black Starbucks
1: Yeah, for me I would say the gypsy the <laughs> woman at the bar um, I can't wait. Wu-Tang and my dad
0: Wu-Tang and my dad <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah those, uh-huh. are the, those are the ones that probably tickled me the Should most. I live stream watching your special i would love that okay yeah all right Right. i'll put it on hey let's do this yeah let's do this yeah next week Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. no 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 i say we do when your special comes out yeah i say for promotion we can we do it here we live stream where Mm -hmm. we set up for all our fans we're gonna watch it together yeah and i watch your special yep and then you watch my you've already seen my special so it doesn't matter yeah 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 but uh, that would oh, be a
1: comment on it like like a fight companion yeah like a fight companion that's funny That's a funny idea yeah we and should do stuff like that we should do a, a actually we, we could do it for that which is a great idea and we could do it for TV shows movies we could do it with anything oh I would love that
0: yeah I would love um, what we should do is we should watch it and so that you're not watching the whole special we should watch it and then I'll pull out my five favorite clips uh huh and then we'll watch that clip. I'll tell you why I loved it. And then you tell me how you wrote it. Okay. And okay. then and then you, it doesn't even need to be five. I bet it could be like three and three. Yeah. And we'll each do that. Maybe we'll do that on the next Two Bears, One Cave. We can
1: probably set that up. What do you think, Nadav?
0: Yeah, I think we could set something like that up. Yeah. Okay. We'll each pick our two two or three favorite bits uh, from each other's specials. Okay. We'll watch it live. We'll giggle. Maybe we'll get high. And then we'll and then we'll pick. Then you can tell me how it started, how you wrote it, and everything about like your I love process. It.
1: It's a great idea. That's a great
0: idea. What's well, okay. coming next on Two Bears One Cave next week? We're we're here next week, right? We should be. Yep. Let's do it. Uh, we got nothing else to do.
1: Go to Netflix. Hey, big boy. And then Ball Hog. They're uh, they're both streaming. Um,
0: love you. I love you too. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories, and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.